Today is National Day of Prayer, and in this episode, I want to uplift you and encourage you with some scripture and a beautiful story about God. I'm your host, Amanda Ensing, and you are tuning in to Liberty Before Lipstick. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 14 of Liberty Before Lipstick. Today, I want to encourage you with a word, some scripture, and a beautiful story about Jesus. When I was praying about what I should talk about in today's episode, I was reminded of this beautiful poem that I had read about Jesus. And I didn't even know that today was National Day of Prayer. I haven't been on social media that much. I've been working on a lot of projects behind the scenes this week. And I got onto Instagram just to check my messages, and I saw that it was National Day of Prayer, and I was like, this is perfect. And God really does have the best sense of humor because I was planning on talking about Jesus this whole episode anyways, and it just so happens that it's National Day of Prayer. And every day is National Day of Prayer in this household, and it should be for all of us, but I thought it was such a cool coincidence because I've been doing some episodes that I'm just dedicating to lifting everyone up in scripture and encouragement from God. But I love how God was directing me to talk about him in this episode, and it just happens that National Day of Prayer is today. So let's get right into it. As I was praying, God put this poem on my heart to share with everyone today. And it's called Footprints in the Sand. And it's a poem, but I consider it more of a little story. I had heard this story last year, and it's something that just always sticks in the back of my mind. Footprints in the Sand. One night, I dreamed a dream as I was walking along the beach with my Lord. Across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand one belonging to me, and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times in my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I need to do the most, you would leave me. He whispered, My precious child, I love you and I will never leave you. Never ever, during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. The story is a reminder of how much God loves us and that even during the hardest seasons of our life, the most difficult, trying seasons, the things that we go through, when we feel like life has just completely torn us down and we feel like we have no hope and no strength that God always carries us. And how many times have we felt like the person in the poem? I know I've been guilty of it, feeling like I'm going through a hard time and asking God, like, where are you? When are you going to show up? I need you. When in reality, God is carrying us through these hard times. Sometimes our everyday life becomes a huge distraction. We get caught up in the motion, in going to work taking care of the children, taking care of family, spending time with friends, chasing our goals, that we don't often stop to talk to God and to spend time in reading the Bible and prayer. And look, we've all been guilty of it. And even when we get in those moments where everything seems so busy and then we stop and say, huh, when was the last time I opened my Bible? Even in those moments, God carries you through your hard times. Before I really started walking with Jesus, I used to put everything on myself. I used to always try to solve every problem I dealt with, deal with every stress, anything and everything. I thought I got it. I can do it. 
I've got this. I can handle it. And I never looked to God. I would pray at night, but during the day, I would always expect myself to take care of anything and everything and wouldn't stop to ask God for help. You see, when we get busy, we forget where our strength comes from. We forget that we need God. You see, when we get busy, it's easy to forget where our strength comes from. It's easy to think we've got everything under control and we can do it, when in reality, without God, we can't do anything. Trying to do everything on our own is impossible, but with God, anything is possible. The Bible is covered in laying your stress and anxiety onto God. We weren't meant to carry that. But the world and the culture tells us otherwise. You'll see all over mainstream media, social media, self-care, take care of yourself, love yourself, but never pointing it to God. Perhaps that's why so many people get so stressed with life because when they try to even take a moment to do their skincare and take care of themselves, once they're done with their me time, everything is still there. Because if you don't believe in God, who do you give your stress to? No one. You carry it all internally, and we weren't meant to hold that. We weren't meant to carry these burdens. You see, we can go to Jesus, and he takes all of the burdens off of us. The culture, what the world tells you, is a distraction. It wants you to think you can do everything on your own, so then when you try to do it on your own and you can't, you get frustrated. You get sad. You get depressed. You get angry. You get upset. You get down, and you doubt yourself. But when you follow Jesus, you know the truth. You know that he will carry anything and everything for you. All you have to do is ask and place all of your burdens, your stress, your anxiety onto him and let Jesus carry it for you because we can't do everything on our own, especially in the times of social media where so many people are on their phones all day long, scrolling, watching other people's lives, thinking everyone's lives is so much better than their own and then getting upset with themselves of why haven't I been able to do this? Why am I not living this life? God doesn't compare his creations. We are incomparable. We were all made uniquely in the image of God. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I love that this verse emphasizes don't conform but be transformed because God gives you fresh eyes to see and ears to hear his truths, what you were put on this earth to do, what you were made in the image of. You see, when you put your faith in yourself alone or in other people, you fall short. You make mistakes. You're imperfect. Other people let you down. Don't come through. We are imperfect and we always fall short no matter how much we strive for perfection. So when you put faith in people, they let you down. But when you put faith in Jesus, he never falls short. His promises are always good. He always comes through. Jesus is perfect, and he was the only perfect person to walk this earth. And personally, I think that's why so many people strive for perfection. Whether they believe in God or not, we were made in the image of someone who is perfect. God is perfect. But if you don't know God's promises, if you don't know his truth, if you don't know scripture, if you don't know the Bible, it's easy to get so hard on yourself when you fall short of perfect because we sin. We're imperfect. It's who we are. But by the grace of God, we're forgiven. How amazing is that? Jesus died for our sins. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to love the Lord with all our heart and strive to be like Jesus every day, even when we fall short, because we will. 
everyone does. No matter how perfect someone seems on social media or someone that you know in your life, I promise you they are far from it, just like everybody else. I feel like the bigger social media gets, the more confused people seem to get as well about their own path, their own life. I can't tell you how many DMs I've read on people asking for advice of what they should do with their life. And I'm honored that people think I have it all together. I definitely do not. And I've struggled with it at times in my life as well. I remember when I was younger in college, just praying every night, like, God, what do you want me to do with my life? I felt that I had no direction in what I was supposed to do. I just kept going through the motions until one day everything fell into place and everything made sense because that's also the beauty of God writing our stories. He knows the plans he has for us, but if we knew, what purpose would there be for faith? We walk by faith, not by sight. So if we knew how everything was going to turn out to the exact plan, why would we need to have faith in God? In Proverbs 16.3, it says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. I've never had more peace in my life, in my career, in my passions than when I commit to God, when I'm in my Bible, in my scripture, in prayer, and not living such a busy life to where I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I pray later today. No. Building my day around God, that's when my life seems organized. This week, I went a couple days without picking up my Bible. I was reading a little scripture before bed, but that is nothing compared to what I usually do. And quickly, I just felt my life feeling like it was going into chaos. If we were to put on the armor of God, which I have a whole podcast episode on this, we have to be in the word and prayer every single day. And when it comes to prayer, I pray like I breathe. I am praying all day long. I've noticed when I try to build God into my schedule, instead of building my schedule around God, they are two completely different outcomes of my weeks. Because whenever I just try to fit God into my busy schedule, I feel distant. I feel stressed. I get down. I doubt myself more. But when I decide to build everything around my time with God, making time for prayer, meditation, just sitting with God, talking to God, reading my Bible, praying over what God wants me to do with my week, I just feel so much more at peace during the day. Another beautiful scripture is Romans 8, 6. It says, the mind governed by flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Have you ever stopped to think about the people that Hollywood pushes in the mainstream? You see these celebrities and wealthy business people who push money and lust and material items. And if you really look at their life from the outside, they portray that their life is perfect. And many people prop them up as false idols. They live and breathe these celebrities. But if you really look at their lifestyles, the money, the nice bags, the glitz and the glam, it's all exterior. But if you really ask yourself, do you really think these people are truly happy? Because the life they portray all runs by everything you see, by what the flesh wants, worldly things, money, success, fame. But what about those people you meet that don't have a luxurious or glitzy lifestyle? Those people that walk into the room and light up the room with their charisma, with their smile, with their humility, with their graciousness. You know those people that just make you feel good to be around, that are always so thankful for what they have, whether it's a little bit or a lot. You know, the people that love God with all their heart and that look to him and ask him for everything they do in their life. I'm sure most of you have met those types of people and wonder, what's different about them? 
When I was growing up, I came across quite a few of those people. And I always ask myself, why are they so happy? How do I get like that? And the answer was always the same. It was Jesus. You see, they led their lives by God, by the Spirit, not by what the world tells you to lust after, what the world tells you to want. Because God's economy and the world's economy are upside down from each other. The world tells you it's fame and money and materialistic things, but God tells you it's humility and graciousness, kindness, compassion. I want to encourage you in this moment to cut out all the distractions in your life. And this includes social media. And while social media can be used for great things like building a brand, sharing your story, connecting with loved ones and friends, it can also be a huge distraction. It can also be a source of sadness. It can be a place where you go and you start to feel depressed about your life and feel like you're no longer good enough because this person has more followers or you think that they have a better life than you do or you start comparing the way you look to someone. Cut all that out of your life. If someone you follow is toxic or they're not feeding your soul, making you feel better than when you went to their page, unfollow them. Life is too short to have that kind of energy around you because spiritual warfare is the biggest war that we face in this life. It's the battle of the mind. It's the battle of good versus evil. And the devil is the master of deception. He will tell you every lie to make you doubt yourself, to make you think it's over, that you'll never win, and to make you think that you are not good enough. But when you know God's truth and you keep yourself in a space where you're reminded of that, where you're staying steady in prayer and in the Bible, the devil can't touch you. He'll try, but he cannot touch you. He will not shake you because your faith will be firm. It'll be strong. It will be immovable. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, it says, Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to the Lord. It doesn't say to be anxious sometimes, but it'll be okay. It says, do not be anxious about anything. It doesn't say in hard seasons, in certain seasons. It says in every situation, no matter how big or how small, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation to pray and to give your requests to God. Verse 7 says that the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus. This verse is so great because it tells you that the peace of God is above any understanding of any person. God's ways are so much higher than our own. His plans are so much bigger than our own. And I love that this verse just reminds us the peace God will give you when you pray, when you talk to him, when you're following him. No man can try to explain it or understand it. It's above all of our own understanding. And all we have to do is ask, how amazing is that? I feel like the Bible is more relevant today than it's ever been in my life. And, you know, when people say, oh, the Bible is just an old book. If you take time to read the Bible, I promise you, you'll be like, this is exactly what I'm going through. This is what's happening in our world today. And Luke 21 verse 34 is also a reminder of that. It says, be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing drunkenness and the anxieties of life. And that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. In this verse, it tells you, you know, if you get caught up in the way of the world, you get caught up with anxiety. And if you're not careful, all of that anxiety, all that stress, it'll just close on you like a trap. 
and all of a sudden you're weighed down, your heart, your body, everything is just weighed down in sadness. And how many people do we see like that today in the world? They're weighed down by their emotions, hard situations. The Bible is covered on how we can get out of that. The good news is that God can carry us out of those situations. I've said this a lot of times. If it wasn't for God, I would be a mess. Honestly, I don't know where I would be without Jesus because I am not strong enough alone to deal with everything that's been thrown at me in my life. No matter how good my social media looks, it's only a small part of my life. I could not get through my days without Jesus. There is just no way. And it makes me sad to think of people who don't know God because they don't know the peace that I have to deal with life because life is hard. Life is stressful. I remember when I went through my first hard breakup. It was a long relationship. I felt like my life was over. I mean, truly, it was the most pain I'd ever felt. It trumped any kind of physical pain that I'd ever went through. I found myself filling up my time just talking to friends and trying to figure out why I was going through this. No matter what, I would go from friend to friend to friend, hour here, hour there, two hours here. And every time I got off the phone with someone or left hanging out with a friend, I felt empty again. And no matter what, I could never feel better. You know, heartbreak is awful. I don't wish it upon even my worst enemy. It is one of the greatest pains of this life next to losing someone that you love. So once I realized that talking to friends wasn't working, I hit rock bottom and I was desperate for God. So I found myself on my knees asking God like, Jesus, I need you. I don't know where you want me to go in life. I don't know what you want me to do, but please help me. And so I started going back to church because before this, I had really only gone to church on holidays and I prayed every night, but I wasn't actively seeking Jesus. I wasn't walking with him every day. I wasn't reading my Bible. And I started walking with Jesus as an adult. When I really started seeking his face, my whole life changed. And I found a peace, this inevitable peace that I never had before in my life. Jesus changed my life so many times in so many ways. He showed up for me when no one else was there. And no matter what in this world, I know God is the one that's always there for me. Through my heartbreak, I realized that the space in my heart I was trying to fill with worldly things could only be filled with God. Jesus is your first love. And until you put God first, you can't fully love anyone else. And once I got to the point where I surrendered everything to God, my whole life changed. I found an unexplainable joy and a peace that I pray everyone in this world will find one day if you haven't already. Because God truly works miracles and he does what no one here can do. And he's never fallen short on a promise. And no matter what I wanted in this world, in this life, people that I wanted to date, jobs that I wanted, things that I thought I wanted for my life, God always shut a door so he could open a double door. He always gave me so much more than I ever thought. He always knew exactly what I needed in my life and didn't give me what I wanted. Now, sometimes God will give you what you want to teach you a lesson, and I've also been there as well, but God was always the one by my side, even when I didn't see it, making sure no tear went to waste. I know faith can be a struggle. I know sometimes we have periods or seasons where we feel like we're far from God, or we're not praying as much, or we feel let down by God, or maybe you've walked away for a little bit and you've been meaning to get back. I see a lot of those messages. So I want to leave you with the scripture. 
It's a great truth and reminder, regardless of your walk with Jesus, whether you're new or you're experienced or you're thinking about it. So the verse is Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I remind myself of this promise when I get stressed, when I get overwhelmed, and I need to remind myself to give it to God, to lay everything on him. Because in this verse, he says, come to me all, not some, he says all. If you're burdened, if you're weary, Jesus will give you rest to learn from him because he is humble and he is gentle. And he says his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So when life gets heavy, when the season of your life feels heavy, Give that to God and take his yoke. It's light. You can carry it. He gives you peace. We find ourselves in biblical times, and I want to read to you this quote that I put on my Instagram story today. It says, fear will drive us to please men. Faith will drive us to please God. Tumultuous times will reveal who you truly serve. May we always remember who is king, that Jesus forever sits on the throne. No matter how hard these seasons get, no matter how much our faith is tested, God is good. He's not finished yet. He's going to show up in huge ways, and God knows exactly what he's doing. He's never lost a battle. I'm going to end this episode in a prayer, so if you would allow me to, I'm going to pray over you. Lord, thank you for everything you are doing. Thank you for everything that you have given us. Thank you for things we have not even seen you do and things that you are going to do. Lord, I pray that everyone listening to the sound of my voice right now is overwhelmed with your presence, that they feel you wrapped around them, giving them peace, joy, helping them in their situations, Lord. I know that you will make a way where it seems like there is no way, God, because you can move mountains. Jesus, I pray that you strengthen us during this season that you help us stand firm in your truth, in your word, even when the world is against us, Lord, that you keep us strong, you keep us courageous, you keep fear out of our minds, Lord, because you do not give us a spirit of fear or confusion, God. You give us strength, you give us love, you give us compassion. Lord, I pray for healing of disease, of sickness, mental and physical. God, I pray for restoration of marriages, of friendships, of relationships that people think would never be restored, but God, you can restore them. I pray for peace in this nation. I pray for justice. I pray, God, that we can help all of those who do not have a voice to speak, that we can stand up and be a voice for the voiceless. Lord, you know that we love you. I pray that you wrap us around your love and your protection in these times. God, we thank you for everything that you've done and that you're going to do, Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. Thanks for tuning in to episode 14 of Liberty Before Lipstick. Don't forget to subscribe, like, download this podcast, and share it with a friend. Share it with someone you think would be encouraged by this message. If you want to support me in my work, please follow me on YouTube and Instagram at Amanda Ensing. And don't forget to head over to makemakeupgreatagain.com to pick out some great merch. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. God bless. And I'll catch you in my brand new episode next Tuesday.